You are now entering the smoke room featuring your boy King Mac. What's up, King Mac? I appreciate you. Brought to you by the Bad Guy Radio. It's your boy, Justin, and we live from the smoke room. Now, it's time to get all up in Ray's face. I got the man himself, Ray the Barber, on the show. I got the usual suspect, King Mac, and we finna pop Junior's cherry in the smoke room. Now, to put some icing on this cake, we got the man, the myth, the metric, Eric fucking Wilson on the show. And then uh, hailing all the way from the West Coast, we got the certified token. It's an honor to be in the fucking smoke room with you, Jack. Timmy B. Let's get it on, Pop. God, fired up in this motherfucker tonight. Oh, let's just jump right into it. Mac, I'm bringing this shit to your doorstep. Yoan Moncada, five for six today, five RBIs. He put on a fucking show for you. How do you feel about that? I mean, uh, five hits for him was very impressive. You know, I don't know if uh, that's the first time he's ever done that in his career. I wouldn't be shocked if that's the first time he ever done it in his career. But uh, it's very impressive, man. I mean, when Yoan does well, it's kind of like, Somebody seeing the shooting star, they get all excited. Uh, You're a piece of shit, bro. You know, they, <laughs> you know, my kind of stands seem to get moist in these situations. But in your favorite words, I need to see more. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I need to see uh, more than just a one-game outburst, maybe a good two, three weeks of solid baseball from Johan. And then uh, maybe I salute him, you know. But even with this five-hit game, he's still only slashing 190, 241, 305, 546. Nothing you got to be impressive. fucking kidding me, bro. Yeah, nothing very impressive. I'm just saying. You know, I, I mean, y'all, y'all, I, I just don't understand today's youth. You know, y'all overhype the littlest things, you know. He helped the team win the day. You know, I'm giving him a hand right now as you can. Here in the background. I ain't hear shit. But I need more. You know, I need a good solid two, three weeks. You know, but I'm happy for him. The bat drop looked good, didn't it? You know, so there you go. Junior, please. Please. Give me some, a little bit of excitement. One, fuck you. <laughs> Get that out the way. No, I don't give a fuck. He went five for six. He did his job. What do you want me to do? Throw a parade for him? Because guess what he's going to do Friday? 0 for 4, probably three backwards Ks. I don't care. He'll be right back batting 130 again. Go ahead. Open your mouth. I know you want to speak. I'm calling HR on you and Mac. Because I'm (laughs) done with this shit, bro. Ray, please, please, bro. 
Because I'm, I'm tired of fucking begging these people to salute a guy who just had five hits. When the last time you seen a White Sox player have five hits? Oh, man. Um, let me just say this before I even get started. I'm going to hold shebang about Yoan. The word moist is disgusting. We're talking about that. Now I've used it numerous times. It, every time somebody describes anything with that word, it makes it sound disgusting. I'm just going to put that out there. But having said that, Yoan Makata today, I was, I was, um, I was, I was impressed actually to see him even hit the ball Thank hard. You. And I would just say that because he has the talent that we talked about before, he has the talent. It was good to see that it's somewhere in there. I think that's that's probably what made it something for me. It's it's still there. It's just that he has to find it. He has to put the work in and get the dedication in. You know, but he's still what you said, 190, 190, slashing 190. I mean, he yeah. went up from one. He started the day at 140. So, I mean, I mean, damn. I mean, that's. His fucking batting average is getting up higher than Ken W.O.'s blood pressure, and I'm happy for it. (laughs) Eric, please. I'm sure Eric's going to hit us with the numbers because I know he knows. (laughs) Eric, give me something here. Uh, It was good to see his teammates react in a positive way to him. I'm guessing that's been a while since he's experienced that, since being back at the club. They were very excited for the man for hitting it deep. Uh, We need him to do something. The man's on the books for $54 million for the next three years, and uh, those slash lines Mac ain't list ain't worth $18 million a year. I promise you that. Wow, you too. So, like, uh, I'm hoping he can uh, – can't really be as bad as he has been. I don't think he's going to get back to last year's numbers, but it was good to see a little bit of sign of life for sure. Yeah, it was fucking great. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've seen flashes from Yoan before, so it's kind of hard, you know, people who are not stands and – just being realistic and objective fans, it's kind of hard to really get excited about this one game because we've seen Yoan uh, have a good season, actually a great season in 2019, and then 2020 not so well. And then we see him have an okay season in 2021, and then 2022, he's not looking so good. So it's kind of hard as a fan to really get excited about your line because you don't know where it's going to be shit next week. You don't know where it's going to be next game because he offers you no consistency. So I'm happy that he had a good game because the White Sox won. But as far as like going crazy and saying, hey, this is the breakout Yoan for Yoan Moncada, I'm not, I'm just not buying into that. And it has nothing to do with hate. It just has something to do with being objective and keeping it real. You know, it might come, okay, okay, go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say it might be a little bit more exciting too if, like, Mendick, uh, Sevy, and I think, uh, I think maybe even Junior took the Tigers' pitching staff to deep today. So, like, it could have been a little bit better if it wasn't batting practice up there. I might have been a little more pumped up about the the outlet if he would have taken somebody I'd heard of deep, but uh. Still good to see. Still good to see. Yeah, I said the Tigers was like fucking Oprah. They was out there just handing out home runs. You get a home run. You get a home run. You get a home run. So the shit wasn't that impressive, you know. Yeah. I heard they had three positional players pitched today. So that means that that takes everything down a notch. So one of those five Mm -hmm. hits came off of a fucking backup shortstop. So you know what I mean? So you can't really count that. 
Well, Harold Castro is better than Justin Verlander and uh, Jack Morris. So don't fucking act like he ain't out there slanging some shit. You guys are disrespectful. Mm, I think we dishonest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. What'd you guys like from the pitching staff? I mean, AJ Hinch should be fired next month, so I can't really rate Detroit that much high. Oh shit! But I did like we, we were getting quick outs. I know Vince Velasquez uh, at the end of his outing, his shit got a little bit rocky. He gave up back to back singles, but I felt like the pitching staff knew the task at hand: keep the line moving, throw strikes, don't give a fuck about contact, and get out of Detroit with a fucking sweep. And that's what they did. I mean, we don't need to, you know. I mean, we don't need. The last squares to be great or anything like that. We just need him to be average. I mean, I think this series was a good way for the White Sox to kind of get healthy in the standings, which they did. Now the key is, can they go out there and take two or three from the Astros or whatever the case may be? If they can do that, then, you know, it makes the Detroit series look look that much, you know, special. So hopefully they can go out there and do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I would say one tip of the cap, you know, I think I tweeted it out early, but you got to think about, like, Vinny, Joe Kelly, let's even throw in Martin, uh, throw in Lambert, throw in Crick. Those last three guys are going back and forth from Charlotte and putting together decent outings out there. And the other two guys were supposed to go down for rehab assignments, but they didn't do it because the staff is so short. They basically rehabbed in the majors just to get us through what we're trying to get through. So I think – I think it mattered. I think it was good to take some pressure off some of the other guys. Yeah, that's a fucking hectic-ass uh, situation when you're going back from Charlotte then Chicago or back from Charlotte to another fucking city. You know, that's a lot to put on a human being. We want to think of these athletes as immortal, but at the same time, they bleed just like I do. They need a good night fucking sleep like we do. Uh, Junior can stay up all night beating his meat like it owes him money. And I don't think he'll be able to pitch as good as Kyle Crick or Davis Martin in this stretch. So I, I do give him respect in that regard, too. I completely agree, Eric. He pitched better than that bum Dylan Cease. Yeah. Stop fucking playing with me, man. A sub three ERA. He's going to strike out 200 batters this year. Put some fucking respect on his name. Let me, let me tell you how Yon Moncada would say it. Basota. Yeah. You sound like a fucking tourist speaking that Spanish. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's Detroit. They did what they were supposed to do. I mean, it's it's not really anything to be excited about. I was never in panic land anyway like most of the uh, fans was because the division is weak. You know, I said this over and over again. When you're in a weak division and you have the most talent in that division, then they should actually win the division. So they've been injured. They've been playing bad baseball. Uh, now the bullpen is kind of injured. I mean, you got Hendricks on the injured list. You just got Joe Kelly back. I mean, it's kind of been a, 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 a shit. I don't even know the words to say, but just guys going in and out of the bullpen with injuries. So I think the White Sox will be fine. Like when they get healthy, you'll have T.A. back, hopefully Eloy's sometime within the next two to three weeks, depending on how his rehab situation goes. And then you you got uh, Berger. He'll be back soon. He's just out with a bruised hand. So And Mendick is playing well. So the White Sox offense is getting healthy. It's just about, you know, if our pitching staff can continue to do what they're doing, 
we should rack up a bunch of wins. You know, I expect them at some point to have like a 15 and 20 stretch where they win 15 games out of 20, something like that. I believe they can put something like that together. So I never was worried. I'm not going to get overexcited about the Detroit series. They did what they were supposed to do. Uh, It's glad to see them stack some wins together. I'm just hoping they go into the Astros series, and if they can take two or three, that'll be beautiful and and just start racking up series wins, man. That's that's what it's about, you know, just consistently winning series. And if they do that here on out, they'll be fine. You know, they'll get into the dance. Now, what happens when they make it to the dance is a different story. Yeah. Ray, uh, you've been hosting these spaces the last few weeks. And it's been kind of therapeutic because it gives us an opportunity to say our unfiltered thoughts about individual players, about how we feel about the team. There's some people who are habitual line steppers. We're not going to say any names, but we get a good group of characters. What has been your favorite part of hosting the spaces in regards to the White Sox and live watching them every day? Yeah, so that was my whole idea. Um, I had been mulling over what to brand myself or my my platform, right? And I was just thinking, like, I just want a barbershop atmosphere. I'm in it all the time. And I think everybody is comfortable when they come through the doors of a barbershop to get involved in conversations that they would be they wouldn't be privy to just any aware other than the barbershop. So that's why I named it from the barber's chair. So that was that was my idea. So then when I started doing it, and it started catching a little traction. And I started to have people that were coming every game to talk about it. It, it fulfilled the, the idea in my mind of it um, to have people just come in, lay out their thoughts, argue, uh, tell us about who they like, who they don't like. And, and I figured a live watch during the game is just like watching it at the stadium with the guys having a beer at the stadium other you know since we can't all be at the stadium at the same time all the time at least we could come together on the space and i was proud to have started the spaces to give that 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 place for everybody to come and meet up and talk shit and that's what wow. fandom is all about that's what fandom is all about and then, and, and i just want go ahead go ahead no uh, I was going to say, uh, but then you get people like Junior and Eric in the spaces giving me fucking numbers about players that I like and they're not good numbers. And now I'm sad and I want to quit my fucking job and throw my cat out the window. What do I but do? Let, then? Me, let me let me just say this. The, the 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 fact that Eric has become a mainstay and become my guy. I appreciate him so much because he is a stat guy. And he does keep me on my toes, and he sends me stuff. And uh, and Junior is just your. You guys are uh, are are. Um, you remember Mad Mac? Well, you too young for Mad Magazine. Um, but there used to be a comic strip called Spy versus Spy, and that's who you guys are. It was a black one, and it was a white one, and they fucked with each other all day, every day. Who is the blow who? each other up? Who was the more masculine one, the white or the black one? No, they they were the same. Everything, everything nah, was the same. Nah, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously, you know the answer. No, 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 no. I'm being serious. The I truth. think I've, I've never seen it, but if I had to guess, I would think I would think the okay. more feminine one was was the in black. your in your, your five versus in your, you ain't seen that on Mad TV. 
They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They, they're young guys, Tim. They're, they're young guys, bro. But that's why. Hey, that's man. what I hey, like. I'm, it. A, no, I'm just. Watching. I'm out. No, I'm no, 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 you <laughs> guys. You guys uh, uh, need but to just TV. look it oh, up. Oh, never mind. Yeah, and you guys can see it. Y'all can see it for yourself. Five versus five is awesome. But it, it that's was basically it, what it is. It was even in the newspaper in the funnies. They they're not that they not that old, they bro. You people are showing your fucking age. Y'all just don't know good funny cartoon comic strips. Yeah, that, but 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 the oh, thing God, about man. it is uh, in the space. I think that um, that it's it's called space. It's a it's a it's a free space for everybody to come and and just say how they feel, especially in the moments where we're we're down and out. We went through a stretch last week where we lost what. Uh, fucking every game but one out of like seven and we sat there and we talked and we talked ourselves through it and we and we was fans together in these fucking moments of misery but we had a good time and i thought i thought that's that's like you said it's therapeutic so we're not all just sitting here angry tweeting you know what i'm saying we can actually share the thoughts you know vocally with people who understand and can and can really uh um sympathize with how you feel so I before think that's Mac, a good uh, thing about it. Before Mac fucking spilled the beans, I'm just going to say, I hit the fucking panic button. I was getting ready to flush the fucking toilet like Hustle and Flow's mixtape. I was Wait, getting whoa, ready whoa, to get rid whoa, of whoa. all you that hit shit. hit the panic Any button black. on what, the White, uh, on the White Sox? Yeah. You should have hit that panic button when y'all were fucking two games behind in first place with your Boston team. Now y'all 13. Don't worry up. about that. This is about my be. blood team, not my step mm-hmm. team. Yeah, all right. Damn. Yeah, but man. I'm glad we on track. Well, you know, I'm always in the division. I'm always here to look out for a light skinned brother. You know, I know this shit. Uh I know y'all very emotional, go through the ups and downs <laughs> of life. That's why he's they the more it. feminine they one. He's wear the, it. Like they, they he's, wear he's, every pitch, every he's loss. The more they feminine one. Wear it. They just wear it. Yeah, he you know, it, it's like today. He's beside himself. Makata had a great game, and you would think Makata won the MVP. You know, it's no, it's no level headedness to him. You know, it's either all fucking bad or it's all good. It got to be. Yeah, like a, yeah, no, that's definitely a roller coaster with these two for yeah, sure. Got to be sure. like an in between. Damn, you know. Goddamn juniors, like we're back, we're back. These teams are fucking bums. It just depends yeah, on which. Pitch. They showing their youthful, uh, their youthful <laughs> exuberance. They either happy or angry. It's no in between. Like no, hey, no we, we about to no we about to win the division with eighty three wins. <laughs> That's all right. Then the Cardinals, the Cardinals won the championship with eighty some victories. Oh all you need to do go. is get in the dance. Here we go. Thank God we got Tony Larusa instead Thank of fucking, fucking AJ Hinch. God, yeah, there you right. go. You ain't lying. I mean, yeah, you're right. You would think Detroit would go buy some garbage cans by now and some electronic devices. The whole team not. is a garbage can. I guess not. Yeah, and let's not let the GM off the hook, right? They're like, they went and spend this money. Everybody's like, White Sox Twitter, Detroit's serious. They're serious. They got Baez. They got Erod. They got this. Look at all the money they spent. He's, How they doing? We got one right here. <laughs> Erod is away from the team, and Javier Baez is the worst statistical hitter. Julia believe that, and I told his ass Detroit is not on nothing. They were better last year, obviously. You know, not on nothing. All that. Look at their second half record. Don't worry. Don't worry. Your team team will be Detroit in two years. Don't worry. You know, nah, we'll be all right. Yeah, all right. 
There's no team with Tony Larusa that's capable of being Detroit. They might be decent whenever Grandpa decides to retire for good. Grandpa doing a good job. I, think I mean, I'm, with with the talent he has, Grandpa should be doing better. No, I think no, 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 no. Junior put out a great stat that showed expected wins with the nah. injuries he's had, and he's gotten, and his win total is better than what it should be. So actually, you guys are not even giving the man the proper credit you should. So, so you're upset because we're not giving Tony Larusa the proper credit. Mm-hmm. You're going to slander A.J. Hinch. If you want to, that's fine. But you're going to slander A.J. Hinch when he has that dog shit of a team. A.J. was to garbage with the Diamondbacks. The, the Diamondbacks, I believe, actually improved when he left. And then he came to the Astros. He wasn't that good, and then he started cheating, and then they got good, and then he won a World Series off of them cheating. And now I he goes to you. Detroit. I and guarantee you, if A.J. Hinch managed the White Sox and won a World Series while cheating, you wouldn't say a damn thing I about would. it. I would. I don't believe No, you wouldn't. Cheating, no, you wouldn't. We're not even going to get into this. Yeah, We're I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, We're not. Um, I've questioned the Russo, and I believe I have a side bet, Junior, that he gets tossed this year at some point. Wow. Um, You're part of the problem, Eric. Not uh, yeah, I have a problem with him this year so far. Last year, I'll, I'll say two things. One, I think he's four decades, five decades of managing. And the guy's never had a losing tenure, ever. Like, that, that says something. Anybody's ever been, he's won before he's left. He left with a winning record every place he's left. That says something. Two, I'll say last year, he uh, White Sox were fourth in uh, WRC, runs created. And I want you guys to remember, everybody's going to forget the players that we had. Brian Goodwin, Jake Lamb, Cesar Hernandez. You know, Mercedes was up. It wasn't like it was a all-star lineup. And we end up fourth in the league and. Runs created, and we were second in bullpen wars. So if you want to talk about lineup creation, you want to talk about stuff, last year the man was aces. Anybody that questioned last year, they were out of their mind as far as I'm concerned. This year, I think they have four reasons. Some of the lineup structure, some of the bullpen usage, definitely walking guys with one and two full counts, uh, one and two counts to put them on base. There's definitely been some reasons yeah, that, to question that. that. Walking a guy with one, one and two count, that was bullshit, if you ask me. You That's know, some Joe Biden I, shit. I think yeah, – I, I didn't – I think because the dude got on second base, it kind of fucked with his head when when the dude got to second. Yeah, that's what early onset dementia will do. It fucks and then, your head. Uh, so he shouldn't be mad. But as far as like uh, bullpen usage, it's kind of hard to say what bullpen usage should be when the organization obviously had these guys on the schedule. We don't know what that schedule is. And then we had guys that was – in the bullpen that was injured, but they hadn't placed them on the injured list yet. So you really don't even know who's available in the bullpen. I mean, look how long it took Hendricks to get on the injured list. I think they did same same thing with uh, Kelly, you know, and some and Bummer as well. So it's like you can't ding them on uh, bullpen usage when we don't even know who's available in the bullpen. And then he won with guys that's not even in the league no more. I, and and I know Hamilton was like uh, the most celebrated player in White Sox history, but he's not in the league right now. And I know Goodwin, everybody loves. He said kick rocks hope, but he's over there in Asia playing baseball. And then I don't know what the fuck Cesar Hernandez doing. And then I think Mercedes in in Washington in last place. Yeah, I think Yerman just got fucking cut. So those are the guys he was winning with. And everybody, all the metrics people, everybody says, look at the fucking uh, uh, overall record or look at the uh, uh, 
what what the word they use uh sample sides. He has an extremely large sample size of victories. So the man obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, Ray, how do you feel about TLR? Because my whole life, he's been a winner. So I can't go against the grain just because some fucking losers say his family don't like him and he drives drunk. I can't go against TLR for that because his baseball resume speaks for himself. How do you feel about him, Ray? Well, um, going into the year last year, I was not happy. And it was only because we have so many young guys. And then I'm thinking about generational gaps that he was going to have to try to fill with a young team as a manager. Could he relate to these young guys? Could he get them to be uh, the best they can be on the baseball diamond? And he did. He proved me wrong. You know, I I fucked with him heavy uh, on Twitter, you know, all the time he came up. You know what I'm saying? Um, But he proved me wrong. And he is a Hall of Fame. Um, he is a Hall of Fame manager, and he—I didn't know about that stat, Eric, about him um, never leaving an organization with a sub five hundred record. That's crazy. So at the end of the day, um, he has done his job, in my opinion, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he is Tony La Russa, and he pisses me off all the time. But um, until he proves himself to be um, inadequate or what, what's the word, um, Junior? Uh, incompetent. On, on, incompetent. There you go. There you go. That's the one I wanted to use. Yeah, See, when he proves that. incompetent, well, Junior was said is because of on <laughs> because of his dimension <laughs> coming on. But at the end of the day, you know, he's been he's been winning. He's been winning. So. I can't even win in this year. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, he just gonna... skull fucked Detroit this afternoon. Oh my god. Yeah, they're gonna win. Oh my god. Yo, my god. I mean, if you think about it, he's still trash. They gonna win I think that if you if you look at the, the, the schedule after the Astros, it's pretty favorable. Yeah, the White Sox is gonna win the division. Uh, 15 and... Yeah, I still I still think like Max said, I I said last week, I said the week before. I still think they win the division. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's like beating a dead horse. If Minnesota, I mean, they're playing good ball. If Minnesota was so good, they, they should be in first place by 15 games. I mean, they really should. Right. It should not be, right now, I think it's five games they won today, but should not be within five games. And eventually, like Max said, they're going to win 15 of, 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 of 20, go 15 and five in a 20 game stretch. And, Maybe during that time, Minnesota goes seven and thirteen, eight and twelve, and there's your four or five game makeup right there. So, I think, I think they'll be fine. I mean, if anybody looked at this team objectively, you could see like you got Moncada who's playing below average baseball. He's not even playing like an average player. Well, I'm not even talking about being elite. What people think, uh, some people think he is. I'm talking about just being an average baseball player. He haven't even been an average baseball player this year. You look at Grandam, he hasn't even been an average baseball player this year. You look at uh, Eloy, he's been out. You look at um, some of the other guys, you look at Garcia, he's not even a, you know, uh, he's not even a serviceable bench guy right now. He's not even doing what he normally does coming off the, the bench or being a utility player. So if these guys just get to, being average, 
your offense was going to automatically improve. And then when you have guys coming back healthy, you was going to have a, a better team than what you were seeing. So I didn't understand why people was, you know, fucking panicking when you look at the squad and you can see that it's, it's like all it took was some improvement from some players and they would have fucking better results. So unless you thought that these guys wouldn't even become average again, then that would be the only reason to panic. But I say no reason why Moncada couldn't be an average baseball player. Even Grandel couldn't be an average baseball player. I just hop on people because everybody overrated these guys, so I jump on them about that because they called him an elite third baseman. He's not a fucking elite third baseman, and I don't believe fucking Grandel is the best catcher in the world. You know, so to me, it was I no will reason just, to panic. I will just say, like, if we can talk about it for just a second, like, Two guys that 85% of White Sox Twitter wanted to trade away, Andrew Vaughn and Jake Berger, have been carrying a lot of the load the last two to three weeks. And Mendy. You got to give Mendy credit, too. I mean, he's been carrying. That could have been a huge hole. I mean, huge hole. He's done great. He's done great. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody knew Vaughn would be a a decent hitter or a good hitter. I mean, that's what got him drafted as high as he did. I think he was drafted, what? Third or fourth, I think. Uh, I think he was drafted in the fourth spot. That's why he was drafted that high because of his bat, or in the third spot, one of. But anyway, I think people just was thinking like, could they get something better for Vaughn? At least that's what I took for people who wanted uh, Vaughn traded. It's like, could we get a more proven piece? And I di- I didn't have any problems with that. I mean, Vaughn is absolutely it. Hitting the ball great. I think he has over – he does have over 800 OPS. Um, the thing I hope Vaughn can do more of is hit the ball over the fence, but you can't be greedy. I mean, he got a good average, got a good on-base percentage, got a good slug. I think he's slugging like 470, 469 the last time I looked at it. Looked at it, he got a, over 800 OPS. So he's a very solid player. Jake Berger – I salute that man. He could have gave up. He's been injured. Shout out to Jake Berger, man. Yeah, he, he could have, you know, gave up when he tore his Achilles twice. I know a lot of people would have said, fuck it, I'm out. My baseball career is done. But he didn't. The kid grind and battle back. So I salute him for that. And Mendick been playing solid baseball. I mean, you can make an argument. Jose Abreu, Danny Mendick, Jake Berger, and Vaughn has been the guys carrying the White Sox offensively to pass, you know, Two weeks, so kudos to them. I salute them. And as usual, it's nice to see that old trusty is nowhere near fucking declining. I don't know who the hell even came up with that. I don't know why that was a fucking thought. I don't know what numbers they were looking at, but they was looking at the wrong fucking numbers. You're better off seeing fucking Bigfoot than watching Jose Abreu decline. Yeah, the man is a, every when people say Vaughn is a professional hitter, Jose Abreu is a fucking professional hitter. I mean, I never forget reading an article of uh, Kenny Williams saying when he scouted fucking Jose Abreu what he seen and why he said we have to get this guy. And he said when he went to Jose Abreu's showcase, he said he was a big guy. He said this guy could have easily pulled the ball every time and hit it over the fence. But instead, he was in he was hitting to the opposite field consistently and up the middle. And he said, you know what, this is a hitter that we have to have on our squad. And kudos for Kenny for, for recognizing that. And, I mean, Jose Abreu, I love T.A., 
but he's been the most consistent player on our roster since he's been on our squad, honestly. Has it been some years where a guy has had a better year than him? Yeah, but consistently, his tenure with the White Sox, he's been the most consistent player we've had on this squad, and people need to stop fucking disrespecting him, honestly. Yeah, bro. Like, when you want to talk about average on the White Sox baseball roster, I look to one person and one person only, Lucas fucking Giolito. You went from worst pitcher in the league to now all of a sudden you're a competent starter with a 3.3 ERA. That's not a fucking ace. I'm watching Dylan Cease struggle through a start against the worst fucking team in the league, and he still powered me through five innings, and I got you, your fucking sympathizers crying about why you're not getting pulled after 83 pitches when a fucking team with World Series aspirations needs you. Well, you know, so, one, you know what's up, man? One of the listeners don't like your Giolito slander. That's you know fine. Said, it's uh, not slander. It's the fact that <laughs> he's a middle of the pack starter for a mediocre team, and people call him an ace. I'll just let you know, one of the listeners don't like the fucking. Giolito I'm on the fucking cancel list in 16 yeah. countries, Mac. Yeah, I've yeah. said worse. Ah, uh, I mean, is he an ace? No. Honestly. I think it's only one pitcher you can call an ace on this squad right now, just looking at the numbers, and that would be Kopech. And even him, it's hard calling him an ace because, you know, I'm old school. I, I believe ace pitchers go six, seven innings, but as has been stated before, pitchers just not going six, seven innings no more. I think the average starting pitcher is going like 5.1 innings or whatever. So, but if you just look at the numbers, like Kopech is the one who has that ace potential. But looking at Cease numbers, I mean, ERA-wise, he's fucking, he got us out of the fucking ERA. I mean, he, his strikeouts is up there. So you can make an argument, as far as I'm concerned, you can make an argument, Kopech, Cease, uh, and since Cueto has been on the roster, Cueto, and then Giolito. And, I mean, Giolito past three stars haven't been great. I think he gave up, like, 15 earned runs or something of that nature. His past uh, three starts, so that's about, what, five runs per game? You I know? can't even give him a five-run fucking lead. Yeah, I mean, that's not good. But you can make an argument all pitchers have a bad stretch, but, I mean, that's a horrendous bad stretch. You're not going to do this on the show. I just say you can I mean, every, Come man, on, you man. Make argument, every pitcher has a bad stretch, you know. I mean, a if, whole month? He consistently, he consistently has bad stretches, though. Yeah, I mean, I, but his I've ERA always... was sub three, Ray, before this bad stretch. No, but no, no. I do I, agree I, he's not. I agree with everything you guys are saying. To me, he's not an ace. I, I agree with that 100%. I think, you know, his stuff is nowhere near that of Cease or Kopech, you know what I mean? But. But none of them have the same dog as Lance Lynn. That's the ace. I agree, Lance. You know, uh, Kopech. Kopech might have that. Kopech might have that. Lance Lynn is not an ace. Damn, Damn Junior. Junior. Wasn't he like ace, an ace? An ace is not throwing 90% fastballs as a starter. What What is he? What was his? Thought, uh, I, uh, Eric, what was his what did he finish in Cy Young voting last year? Third. I don't know. I think something's crazy, like a five seven war. 
Like, I don't know what you're yeah, looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, third and Cy Young and over a five yeah, boards for five aces. <laughs> hey, on, on, on spaces the other day, who was the one that said ace is going to the seventh? That was Not, Eric. No, I don't think that was me. That might have been That Ryan. was you. That was you, Eric. Because then I countered <laughs> that and I said, what happened to Lucas Giolito in Houston? What happened to Lance Lynn in Houston? And then you said, well, that was one bad game. And then somebody had brought up his one regular season start against Houston, which was also bad. But I mean, it wasn't me. It's a consistent thing with, with White Sox pitchers. When they face these top tier teams, they get their dick shoved in. So like all of them. I, I just want to say first and foremost, like I appreciate you guys having me on. Ray, Love thanks you, for inviting Ray. me into the spaces. I enjoy the time we're spending together and stuff we're learning. I think it's fantastic. I will say you, game bro. two, Licos Giolito, I was conversing with Ray during the game. And I know for sure, Mac, you ain't gonna like it. That one's on TLR. When the White Sox take the lead in game two. And you have a fresh dog, Michael Kopech, in the bullpen. And you're coming back to Chicago for two games. There's no reason to run Lucas back out there for the fifth. There's none. You go get the dog. We lock this down with our bullpen, and we paid for it. And we come back 1-1, and we're at home. Well, like, that I, was, that was a bad man. Man, interest you on something. What do you think Kopech's ERA was against Houston? Last year? Yeah, in the, in the playoffs. What do you think Kopech's ERA was in the playoffs? I'm guessing it probably must be a high Asking, but I'm gonna guess he probably had like three innings pitched. It, it, yeah, but it didn't. Those three innings didn't look good. Yeah, they were they wasn't solid. Like the bullpen against the Astros, not just the bullpen. The pitching period against the Astros were was terrible. It was it's almost like they knew cool. what was coming. Yeah, so, I mean, actually, I didn't mean to go there, but I'm just saying, like, they definitely were hitting. They definitely were hitting. Yeah, it, it, I think they gave up 30, 31 earned runs in four games. Yeah. I think the only solid pitcher we had in the playoffs was the guy we got from the Cubs. I can't think of his name, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't the, the guy we traded to. Yeah, Tapera. No, yeah, no, nah, it was Tapera. Yeah, I'm looking Tepera right now. He pitched Ryan Tapera. Yeah, he, he pitched in two, two games. Two games against Houston. Kopech pitched in three innings, gave up six earned runs, seven hits, and eighteen ERA. It's a small sample size, but he wasn't good. He, yeah, he he was nobody in the White Sox uniform was good. The Tepera first was half, good. the Tepera first half last good. year, I loved Michael Kopech, and I think in the second half and beyond, I think he, I think he just got tired. Tapera was good. With with I watched that Giolito game. I believe the White Sox gave him like two runs he, in the first or second inning. He pissed me the fuck off because he got he, a two zero lead, yeah. blew it. Got a four two lead and blew that in consecutive innings. Yeah, he pissed me the yeah, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. I, and he, he, he gave up what? He gave up three three home runs in that stretch, Julian, or was it just two? This was not good. I don't remember yeah. honestly because those Houston, those games in Houston were not. Were yeah, not making fun. fucking Michael Brantley look like Rod Carew. Yeah. I was sick to my stomach. They were they were not fun. The to whole pitching staff was just tragically uh, garbage. But Lynn against the Astros have has never been good. So you can't he's take that. You can you can't take that one team, uh, Junior, and be like, oh, he's not a fucking eight. I mean, Land numbers last year was fucking amazing. It just wasn't against garbage but teams. I, but I think I think when you go okay, I think when you look around the MLB and you look at guys who finish in top three, top five of Cy Young, it doesn't matter who they face. 
Clayton Kershaw in his prime, it didn't matter who he faced. I mean, he granted, when it came to Clay, October, Clay he Kershaw wasn't. Kershaw got shelled in the playoffs a lot. Of in time. the playoffs, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Jump to the front of the line. Max Scherzer, Scherzer don't, I mean, it don't matter Scherzer, who he pitches. Yeah, it don't matter who he pitches. And he's going. Justin Berlander, it doesn't matter who he Scherzer pitches. Scherzer last year in the playoffs wasn't that great. Carini is one year as an outlier. Yeah, Come on, I'm now. just saying, bro. It's certain teams that pitchers don't play against. That's that's how betters make money. They don't look at yeah, but, the, they look at like this player doesn't fucking okay. Do but good you 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 team. had said you had said like a month and a half ago you don't want to see Lance Lynn against Houston at all. Yeah, because all. that's a bad match. Okay, that's okay, a bad but okay, but then but then I'm just throwing an example out there of Max Scherzer. It don't matter your fucking face in Houston or whoever you're throwing Max Scherzer on the mound. That's what an ace does. Lance Lynn, cool. He was third inside. If, if that's the if that is the if that's the measuring stick for an ace, then you're right. If that's the only measuring stick for an ace, you're absolutely right. But that's not the only thing. No, it's, that it's, not, it's not. It's not. We're we'll talking a little bit of ace of the White Sox, and just so we know, like I don't want to sell Lynn short. Uh, somebody might have to look it up, but I believe he got. Fifth and nineteen in the Cy Young, sixth in twenty and third last year. Like it's not like it was a one year yeah. Makata two thousand nineteen is an elite baseball player year. I mean the guy's been shoving for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, he's the real deal. It's just Houston. If you look at his number numbers career wise against Houston, when he was in Texas, they were always garbage. How many can we wipe off because they were cheating? How many of those numbers can I just wipe off the board and go back? Uh, I still like George Springer. You're not wiping anything. And then to Junior point, as far as fastballs, like, I mean, uh, Lance Johnson was a predominant fastball pitcher. Uh, My man Nolan Ryan was a predominant fastball pitcher. I'll tell you, all the – Justin just rattled off, like, three pitchers there. I think it was Scherzer I heard, Verlander I heard. I'm sure DeGrom's on the list. Go look. They're throwing 56, 60% fastballs. Like it ain't. Yep. It's, that's okay. all it is. What's, it's fastball slider. What's, what's, fastball what, slider. What's, what's Lance list? Lance Lens. 90%? No, because he's throwing three variations of it. Little Black Bartolo Colon used to. He ain't throwing just one four-seamer and one slider. He's got a cutter. He's got a sinker. He's got a four-seamer. He's got three versions of the fastball. He got a two. I think with, yeah, he got a two with the fastball, you're just trying to get the action. Like Lance Lynn uses his cutter as a slider, uses his sinker as a changeup. You want to get that action going into the right-handed batter away from the lefty. What I like about DeGrom, Eric, is he uses his four-seamer as a wipeout pitch. Yeah. That's amazing to me because not a lot of pitchers do that. Like Giolito's a weird asshole. He uses a high changeup to get yeah. guys. You rarely see uh, pitchers use a four-seamer as the wipeout pitch. So that's probably why he got so much success. It's uh, We talk about it on the spaces all the time. It's If you don't have an elite fastball or if you can't handle the fastball as a hitter, it's very tricky to get through. It's very tricky to get I through. I mean – Hey, are you are you shitting on the high change, uh, Justin? No, actually, I wrote an article about it. Uh, when oh, okay. we first started Bad Guy Radio, I wrote an article about uh, pitchers like Jose Barrios. And he was plagiarized, uh, by Stroman, the way. He was Lucas Giolito's uh, high changeup. What'd yeah. you say, Mac? He was plagiarized. You, you were plagiarized. Yeah, he was. I got that. I have that article, by the way. Uh, yeah. Justin, I just wanted to make sure you ain't over here flip flopping yeah. like a fish out of I'm water. Oh no, uh, man, I know the scoop, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the site okay. and the person who stole my man's stuff, but hey, it, he he was 
the man was on it first. But it's with, with Lance Lynn, I mean, he throws a curveball, too. He threw one yesterday. It wasn't very good. But he it wasn't one. very good. Yeah, but he, he threw, threw it, yeah. He said, threw he, his, said he wants six. to become a six-pitch pitcher. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, he's going to start thinking with you, everything. You, he wants to go to throw everything. If, you, if, you're throwing a, if you're throwing a hook a foot from the plate, then you're not throwing that pitch no more. <laughs> Well, I watch Dylan Cease do it every game, and he's supposed to have elite stuff. Every game I watch the non-competitive pitches bouncing up there and shit. Like, Thank you, Eric. Fuck you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> That's what makes Lynn a fucking elite pitcher, right? Lynn throws strikes. Right? Look at him. He just come back from injury. He only had, like, what, two rehab stars. You could tell he wasn't his best out there. You could tell he didn't have his best stuff. But what did he go out there and do? He went out there and competed. That's the difference in like a Lynn and, that's why, and the yeah. other guys is his type of fucking mentality. He doesn't care what he has to work with. He's going to go out there and try to get the job done with it. Everything doesn't have to be perfect for him. He's not going to let an error fuck him up mentally. You know, he's not going to let some stupid play throw him off his game. And that's the difference between the Lance Lynn and some of the other pitches that the White Sox, some of the other young pitches the White Sox have. Can we can we talk about why we're talking about Lynn? Can we talk about the post game comments when he got into it with McEwing? I love oh, it. Man. Awesome. I love it. Is that not what? I love it. That's Southside right there. That, that, hey man, that's why I like Lynn. Lynn is fucking Southside. He's he not fucking corporate. <laughs> Lynn is a I fucking like, like, Lance Lynn is not corporate, yeah, Mac. Yeah. yeah. So I told him we to go talk- back to Coach 30. Went back to Coach 30. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we were talking about accountability. Now, I got a quarterback at my home, Justin Fields. But, Timmy, my boy Dak Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. I fucking hate the Cowboys, but I love Dak Prescott. He's accountable, productive. And I trust him at the microphone. What do you, do you like anything about Dak Prescott? Or you still want some Vinny Testaverde in your life? All right, man, check this out. First of all, uh, I want to say, yo, thank you for having me on the show. Nice meeting y'all, everybody. Appreciate y'all for having me on. But um, what I do want to say, man, keep it a buck, hundred, man, everything. Look, Dak Prescott is right now, the quarterback that he is looking to be, which is average because of the simple fact that wow. he doesn't have, he doesn't have that, that it factor yet to where he, he can get rid of the ball when he has to, he takes, he takes too many sacks for losses when we need him to either let go of the ball. You know what I'm saying? And it's too many times to where he doesn't really have to, like, he doesn't really buck the system. Like he just pretty much does what he's told. He reads defense as slow as hell and he needs to pick that up. Because you actually make me I, sick, bro. What, what you mean? I'm what do you mean? I, I live in fucking Chicago. My quarterbacks have been a colostomy <laughs> bag, a full fucking diaper. And you blessed with a light-skinned legend, Dak Prescott. Thank God I got Justin Fields. <laughs> I should have known okay. that was the reason. I should have known that was the reason he was good for Dak Prescott. I support players <laughs> according to their skin color. I right. Well, look. Hey, one, have, thing, have, one thing I do say, though, it's like, you know, the talent that we have on the team is not getting used to it to the best of its ability. And I just don't like the fact that there are some times to where, um, you know, when I'm, I'm just going to go back to, to when we had Dez Bryant because I was watching the highlight film of him, you know, because he was the last number 88 that was like nice as hell. We, we pretty much let him go on some bullshit. So I just want to say this. 
there were times to where Dak should have got that uh there's the ball, but it was on some system shit that I really believe that, you know, he he had to where he had to throw it to somebody else or just look him off and he was getting Beasley the ball all the time. He had how Beasley was our slot. So it was like it was times to where I could only see why he just didn't buck the system and just throw the damn ball. I could see why Dez was the way he was at times when Dak was there. Because you know some offense. So you hate that because he don't go against the grain. What? At sometimes, sometimes I don't hate him. I I I mean, I don't hate the man. Like, like he's a quarterback. He's the he's our best chance to get us to where we need to go because of the simple fact that there's no there's nobody else that we can. So so do you like him? That'll say you know that'll go with the system and like say all right we we good because they don't like the system to get bucked. It's Stephen and Jerry Jones and freaking Kellen Moore over there. I'm not now calling they, them Massa over there. Hey, uh, hell no. Nah. That's probably, you know, hey. Dez wasn't going for that either. So, but, you know, Dak was that type of dude to where he was betting on himself, man. So, you know, he got the money he was supposed to get because of the market. The numbers were there for him. He did what he was supposed to do to get his bread. It's just the fact that now we got to f- figure out how to pay a lot of people. Ray, how, uh, Ray, how do you feel about all First this? off, first <laughs> off, let me say something really quick. If Whoa, we're going to, oh, here we go. If we're going to, if we're on this podcast, we, we call players by their first name. Deck is not his first name. The his rain. Name, rain. We're going to call him rain. It, it's, 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 I thought it was Dakota rain. I thought his middle name was rain. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's rain. Uh, it's rain. You Dakota. better put some rain. fucking respect rain. on his name. You know, his name. Rain Dakota. Hey, yeah, okay. Rain Dakota. Right, he so... just goes by Dak. Okay. That's, 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 that's that would make better. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Oh yeah. Most yeah. Definitely. Um, but Hey, I got a two, two, two questions. No, it's a two part. Well, you already asked the one, I guess you like the fact that he got his money. Right. Right. But he he is the best quarterback you guys have since eight, correct? Um, no, you not. I don't think so. What? I don't no. think so. Tony Romo what? wasn't better than Dak Romo Prescott, was bro. Romo was he was not. Romo was yo, yes, he was yo. not. Tony, Tony Romo was Tony better. Romo made made that oh, offense look dynamic. Tony Romo made that <laughs> offense look dynamic, <laughs> bro. He better. had to run for hey, his hey, life hey, almost hey. every goddamn game. The, the nigga With offensive, offensive line was depleted. It was depleted, bro. You see how many times he was running? You see how many times he was running for his life? This is my worst experience on Romo Bad Guy spin. Radio ever. You see how many Romo spins that you seen, nigga, where, like, you know, <laughs> people either lost assignments or something, nigga, it was too, somebody was fast or too, too, too quick for him, nigga. Romo was running for his life. He made that offense look dynamic, and we got to the NFC division title game with that. And we and lost on a weak-ass catch. You know, he lost on a weak-ass catch. I'm, talking, I'm not going back to that one. That was a wild card oh, okay, game you're talking bad, about. That was a wild my card bad, game you're talking bad. about. About Seattle, okay, no, that was his first start. I'm talking my about bad, we took this to word to the Packers. They took that t- they could took that catch away. I, hey, it is what it is. But yo, he made that offense look good, man. So uh, when it comes to that, yeah, but you know, it was a catch. It was a catch. Ain't it, Elliot? Now after all of this years, he was. But yeah, it's um, what uh, it's, go I back to your it was go back to your statement though, man. About you know the reason why they put Dak there is the simple fact that. They knew the franchise was going to be on deck. They knew Romo was gonna, wasn't going to be there for that long, and they didn't want to risk his injury again because he just came off of one. Of course, he was good to go. Now, if I was Jerry, or if I was even whoever it was, I would have just had let Dak ride out, have his farewell tour. Give it to him. He earned it all them times, all them years that he'd been putting them numbers up. But they just did what they did. They pushed Dez out. They pushed Romo out, and Red Hill was ready for Dak, and they was going to feed Z. 
the Cowboys are in good hands with Dak Prescott. I'm not going to let y'all lead me to believe otherwise. I I totally agree. (laughs) It's just that now we have to see how we can get our number one receiver to, uh, you know. Why don't you get Ezekiel Elliott out the fucking refrigerator and on the football field? His money, the problem. Mm. Elliott money is the problem. Well, this is the problem I would have. Well, you know what? I would say. Why you don't pay running backs? Well, that's the thing. Jerry got punked in the pan Zeke. And that's what happened. So now we stuck with that. And now money on the field. I wish so I would. Forcing, I wish I would be a bitch ass billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he like, be able to pump me into shit. that like Shriner Christmas mug one time, and, and then Jerry just paid uh, him like a gazillion dollars for jumping into that yeah. mug when he scored a touchdown. And like, right. and he's like, he's cereal and shit, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he held out for the simple fact that Le'Veon Bell did the same thing. He was like, "Yo, you can go get your money, man. Just hold out. They gotta pay you. You know, you got, you know, they gotta feed Zeke, right?" So he's hey, like, but, All right, fuck it. <laughs> he got punked out of paying Zeke, and now, hey Matt, he's gonna. We don't have no other running back behind him other than Tony Pollard, and he's not getting used like he's supposed to. He's, what's up? Hey, I was oh, just man. saying that you you called it like. The, the reason why that team in particular that we're talking about uh, is, 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 is doing bad is because Zeke got all that money. He got all the, you know, do, uh, the pass and go money from everybody. You feel me? Yeah. All the free parking money. He got all that. That's the one thing yeah. about football is you got to be smart with spending, that, with spending that paper because you got I the, mean, Junior uh, said you don't account. pay running backs. I don't believe it in that. I don't believe. Why do you not believe in that? Oh, I just they come a dollar a dozen, but you don't pay them what they pretty much ask you for. You don't pay them. You don't pay them. You don't pay them. No, no, I don't don't believe you pay them after your first extension. That's my Mm. thing. I'm not giving them another extension. No shot. Be interesting. What bears the first? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You would have lost Matt Forte if you didn't resign him, and he gave us another. That's fine with me. Hey, what what round? What round did I find Matt Forte in? In the third round. The second. I can find a Matt Forte in the, in the sixth. Second round. I can find a Matt Forte in the sixth. You can hey, find a running back. Cedric Benson? You can, yeah, yeah. No, you can, find a, you can find a running back in any round in the NFL draft that can start. There's no need to draft. Me, if I'm a GM in the NFL, I'm not drafting running back in the first round. No shot. Not well, no, I'm not saying draft them in the first round. How do I fucking if, agree with if, Junior right listen, now? Listen, no, no, oh, I'm, not, I'm not drafting no, no. him. I'm, I'm not drafting him in the first round, and I'm not paying him after his fourth or fifth year. It's not happening. Look at the Giants. You think they want to keep paying Saquon? Oh, man. The Cowboys want to yeah. keep paying Zeke? You can go down the list. You think the Packers fucking commanders be, don't want to pay Antonio Gibson right you think now? The Packers want to be paying fucking Look at Aaron Darius Geis. Look at Geis. One year, one year after he got that deal, and now they're like, "Holy shit, AJ Dillon's a fucking dog." No, they don't want to fucking pay Aaron right, Jones. Right, you don't right. pay yeah. running backs. Well, the you Giants, it's the Giants like, messed up. It's looking uh, like that right now in these last five years. You don't pay running backs. The Giants the messed Geis up. Barkley, uh, yeah, I mean Saquon, years. If they had a solid team, he could have. Definitely did some things that helped them win a lot of fucking games. They just didn't have that's no a, team. That's a very well put argument, Julian. Yeah, sure. Christian McCaffrey. Very, Christian McCaffrey. That's another one. Motherfucker there can't stay on the goddamn field. Is he the best in the another NFL one. when healthy? 100%. He's fucking yeah. phenomenal. Everybody is healthy, good when they're healthy. It's 100%. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not just what you do on the field. Elvin fucking Kamara. The stupid shit he's doing off the field. Do you think the Saints are happy with giving him 75 million fucking dollars? No. 
on top of fucking Michael Thomas's bullshit, on top of Drew Brees fucking retiring. Now I got to fucking get another quarterback too. And all I got to do is take Drew Brees to retire. It was time. But still, they didn't have a contingency plan. Nobody I has a contingency plan gig, when the Hall of Famer retires. It's not I mean, Drew Brees ain't even that good. The Packers the only one got lucky, unfortunately. The Packers they, they, the only calm one. Calm the got fuck lucky down. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. All better than fucking Drew Brees. Don't put this fucking man on a pedestal. He's in the Hall of Fame, bro. Mm. Drew Brees going to the Hall man. of Fame. I protest. Yeah, Black people are good at protesting. I protest the shit the out of him. Just off the strength of having that, that Super Bowl title, he's going to. Yeah, he's going he's to the Hall. I'm he's sorry. Gone. I mean, his numbers. Drew Brees, I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees he's going to go. His numbers. His numbers. Yeah. His numbers Tom Brady in one season in the NFC South had a better seat. Nobody is better than Nobody is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the GOAT. So how come yeah. Tom Brady could go to the NFC South and shit on Drew Brees' career? He had a better fucking team. Hey, yo, check this out, though. Remember, Drew Brees be getting Brady, too, when they play each other. So, yeah, there's times where Saints beat the Bucks, bro. Yeah, the Saints right. defense figure out. the. It, it wasn't like it was a shootout. Well, that's true. It's the Saints okay. defense okay. making Tom Terrific okay. turn it I mean, over. Okay, this, but this then the touchdowns like come from the real, offense, yeah. too, if they don't pick I don't remember the touchdowns. Fumble. I smoke a lot. Right. you got that. Did this man just say Drew Brees not a Hall of Famer? Uh, 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 he uh, is yeah. a Hall of Famer, but he's overrated. It's also, it's also the same guy who fucking still slurps on Yo Moncada. How could a Hall of Famer be overrated? I'm because I said so. Just like Tony Gwynn, overrated. Uh, hey, hey, yo, man, he from Long Beach, man. He from the Harbor area, bro. He from West Coast. That's uh, a softball uh, player with three thousand hits and a new hey. arm. Let's <laughs> go. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> hey, well, man, he, hey, 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 that's talent, though. That is talent. <laughs> Hardest yeah. thing to do in sports is hit a baseball, man, especially like Tony Gwynn. Drew Brees <laughs> and Tony Gwynn, yeah, and then yeah. just fucking praise Moncada. Wow. This is the world we live in today. Hey, yeah. how many, Justin, go look up how many five hit games Tony Gwynn had. A billion. How many five hit <laughs> games Drew Brees punk ass had? It does. How, how many uh, three, four touchdown games he has? Probably very Moncada hard. drove in a touchdown today. Drove in six. Yeah, so that's he missed career, that. That's point. a career high. We'll probably never see yeah. again. Um, I know, I know, we're not on uh, baseball no more. But I just want to tell y'all that the Dodgers are beating the Angels for nothing right now. The Angels are trash. Hey, my favorite player. One of my favorite players is Mookie, though. So I like the Dodgers. And, Shout out Mookie. Shout out Mookie. And, and the Angels, uh, they they they're devoid leadership. They have no coach. No, no. The Dallas got their stadium taken away from them this year. Eric, just, Eric, just got Eric must be a fan. Eric looked like he a fan of the fucking best quarterback in the league. Honestly. Oh so yeah, I was about Brady. to ask about that. Yeah, yeah Eric, tell like me what you think about Patrick Mahomes this year. Chief Jersey. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, Eric, I'm not a- I'm not a huge NFL guy, but I'm from, you know, Council Plus Iowa, Omaha, Nebraska. Chiefs are the closest. So I go down to a few games here and there down there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to pull for a team, I'm pulling for the Chiefs. But to me, it's all about fantasy and betting where who I'm rooting for. Is yeah. that Kelsey? Is that a Kelsey jersey yeah, you rock? It's like a Kelsey. It is, it is, it is. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a bona fide Hall of Famer. It was no the only one Hall of Famer like Drew Brees. Triple X and Ray, to be honest with you, when Justin, I was in the- what are you going to be canceled just off the like off not not off Twitter off the world like 
just you, you need to be exonerated. Like Elon Musk has they taken eliminate, over Twitter. They need to, I'm they need to eliminate your social years. security number. Everything. Just get. Just my man said. Go. My man said Drew Brees was not a hard hey, hey, yeah, man. Like you know, like you gonna have to get uh, you gotta get a reprimander for that, G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not be that shouldn't be said because Drew Brees, like he's like you said, everybody said the same thing that I said. He got numbers. He put up some big numbers in the big game. Yards after catch got fucking Drew Brees yeah, in the Hall like, of Fame. You know what? You he threw the ball, like, bro. It's like, hey, he, he he's accurate. That's accurate. If Dak Prescott win one Super Bowl, he's better than Drew Brees. No, I'll, I'll give you that. You? I'll give you that. <laughs> you are right. What are you saying right now? Drew Brees is basically the white to attack of a bro, 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 bro. Okay. You go after Drew Brees about yards after catch. Justin Fields had like three touchdowns last year out of his fucking seven. Now what we're that, not going to no, do. No, 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 no. We're not going to do. Let me finish my statement. Let me finish my fucking statement. Let me finish my statement. You can't say anything bad about Justin Fields. Let me, let me finish my statement. You can't say anything bad about Zach Levine. Oh. Well, they will absolutely haunt you down yeah. and let me, haunt let me, you forever. Oh, we're coming, pal. Just so you know, Timmy, like I'm looking out for you. It's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Don't say anything bad about Justin. Don't say anything bad about Zach Levine. They're coming for you. He's gonna, coming for you. Justin gonna uh-huh. go after Drew Brees for being the yards after catch king, but he don't say <laughs> shit. Besides, oh, Justin Fields threw a touchdown when he does a fucking three yard shovel pass like he did last year to Green Bay for sixty five yards, or he does his stupid little fucking four yard pass that goes for seventy yards, or the fucking uh, the, the the touchdown against Baltimore last year where he fucking dumped it off to Darnell Mooney and he ran for a fucking touchdown. I'm looking at Ray. 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 They can come to me all they want. Come on, man. They have still Ray yet to like tell me what is so special about come on, dog. He's a hard worker. Come on, man. Please. 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 Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Junior? I tried. I tried. You know, with with the Mankata thing, right? I tried to teach you about how mentality matters, and all you you was in love with the pretty looks, the Vaseline on the eyebrows, and the back. You in love with Justin Fields, pretty and all that. That's all you know? he and I tried to tell you, boys. like, work ethic matters. So you're gonna see how important work ethic is with Justin Fields. That's all I can tell you. You gonna see. And you know what? All I ever heard about Mr. Bisky was work ethic, work ethic, work ethic. <laughs> But you, could, but you could actually see Mitch Trubisky was football illiterate. You can see it. Hey, never had it. Never had a hey, season. That's all I know. I'm just saying. You can the see it. The way he said that was so calm and like, like, like he knew that he was true to it. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Hey, well, one thing I wanted to ask though, uh, do y'all really think that Tyreek Hill was um, true to when he said that he believes two is better than Mahomes? No. no. Like some trolling shit. No. no. He was trolling. trolling shit. Tyreek Hill ain't the Justin, first black guy to lie. Justin <laughs> probably <laughs> Justin probably throws a better fucking spiral than yeah. fucking it, 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 I do actually. I do. Trolling, man. Yeah, for nine yards. Yeah. So I mean, I know he has to big up you know, because that's his Find the sticks, back, young man. Like, yeah. Yo, hey, yeah. if I just if I just got a hundred million, I'm gonna tell you I have the best fucking mm-hmm. offensive line coach in the league. I'm gonna tell you I have the best everything. What you said? Tyreek Hill signed the deal and was like, "Fuck Brian Flores." 
<laughs> man. Right on board. Hey, hey he oh, said, "Fuck man. it, let's let's lose every fucking game. Fuck it." Hey, 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 Brian was oh, Brian you, got you off giving out extra credit. Hey, here? Brian, Brian got offered a hundred grand to lose a game. Tyreek got a hundred million to lose every game the rest of his fucking career. Thank you for Tyreek. Yeah, he was all the way to the bank. Wow, wow, that's gotta be actually, shirt, bro. It kind of like with some hater shit, actually, from Tyree Hill. Just a little bit. Why would you? Uh, must be. What do you yeah, want I him mean, to say? Y'all, I mean, he 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 shouldn't have said that. He should have like danced. He should have went around that and said, "Yeah, um, so what's up to Travis Kelsey?" He said, "Shout out to everybody over there." He could have did some switch and shit. <laughs> Every everybody know uh he you just went from fucking Patrick Mahomes to Tua Tagovailoa and you only got the nerve to be talking shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I see it similar to like excuse me, I see it similar how to like fucking Akeem Hicks, his four years here with the Bears and Trubisky when he was with them, ran and rave about Trubisky, everything public, it was great, and then he goes to Tampa. The first thing he says was they never had a quarterback in Chicago. I mean, what like, what's the difference? Yeah, it was kind of different. It sounded hey, stuff sounded a little bit like hurt feelings. A little bit like hurt feelings. He may have been hurt. He may have wanted to stay in KC, but they just couldn't couldn't pay him. Yeah, it was. It was hey, it the was Rams would have made it work though. Somehow they make everything work. Hey man, the Rams is playing Madden right now without a salary cap, bro. One hundred percent. Hey, they went weird, bro. They playing Madden, bro. They went into fucking franchise. They put that shit on rookie, and they said salary cap off, off. Yeah, Yeah. unreal. Unreal. So much money, he can beat the salary cap. He just writing these guys checks. He writes Stafford like a sixty-five million dollar signing bonus, and he's like, "Here, take it down and put in your bank. It's good." Like before I sell a ticket, before I do anything, the sixty-five million is good. Walk it down the street. All right, all right. Hey, the funniest thing, I'm like, yo, they got, they had so much money, even Weddle want to come back. <laughs> he said, "Wait, let me get this." <laughs> They're handing them out down there, like two for one coupon. Man. They're not million dollar checks down there. Oh. I'm going down there. Yeah. They- yeah, they, yeah in, they in cheap coat. They in cheap coat. Yeah, they got all the coat. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's the smoke oh, room, oh, man. man. And hold it was- on, hold on, real, real, real quick, come back before you go. I I need to just uh, I need to talk to Junior real quick. Um, Junior, you do What's realize that, that Justin Fields was a rookie last year, correct? Yeah. You, okay, and you do realize that he had the most incapable coach. In the NFL last year, hey Ray, the Ray, first coach to get. Hold on, oh, just we do know this, correct? Oh, I know that. And you do know that he made he he took Justin and he said, you know what, you can't pay, you can't change nothing at the line of scrimmage because you're a rookie and my system works. You do know that too, correct? I'm raising my hand, so whenever you want me, Same with you want that, to pick on me. Whenever you want to pick on me, let me know. I'm, I'm not picking on you. I just no, no, no. no. Whenever, 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 whenever you want to pick on me to talk, just let me know. Oh, okay, good. All right. So that, I'm just trying to just set the stage because I think that um, you you said something, and I I, I I I don't know if I want to repeat it, but it had the word special in it, right? And if you can't see that that young man is special by looking at him from the time he was in the eighth grade up until the time he was drafted by the Bears to the end of last year. I don't know what you want in a quarterback. You know what? I, 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 I like I like that you brought up. You said eighth grade. 
Go look at Justin Fields' injury history since eighth grade. Go look at it. I'm, I'm not. But, no, no, but no, no, again, no, 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 no. Because you I can know, sit here, know. You can did, sit here and say said, how special he is and how, how gifted he is as a runner, how gifted he is as an accurate passer. That's fine. But no one wants to look at the cons of how this guy week in and week out gets hurt every fucking game because he just can't seem to be like, maybe I shouldn't run here. Middle school gets hurt. High school, the injuries get serious. College gets hurt a lot. And everyone wants to say, I oh, fucking look, what, hate this look guy, what he did bro. against Clemson. Yeah. Oh, he had a phenomenal game against Clemson. Broke his fucking ribs. Broke his ribs. Comes to the NFL. Has six different injuries in 11 games this year. Six. Six. And I want to I want to oh, say something. Oh, oh, and by the way, and by the way, and by the way, also doesn't have the most turnovers. Doesn't. Uh, Stan healthy. Twelve is interceptions. Stan healthy is a talent, bro. So yeah, that's, how many fumbles? That's not good. This guy does yeah, not yeah. know how to control the ball. Can that that's be taught? One hundred percent. Staying healthy is a talent. Like, like you know, too many injuries. Like you know, we that, say it all that the time. A whole lot. Spaces. You're not helping. T. You're not helping. This guy hey, can't get on I'm, the fucking I'm, field <laughs> to play. What good is he? Listen, you guys but have done it. Now. I was saying that same thing oh, about all of the players that we had on our team. With he was enjoying the show. Now you picked on Justin. He's got both forearms on the table and he's leaning forward. Now you guys picked on Justin. <laughs> I, I, mean, I can't believe this shit, arms. Eric. He got his arm. He yeah. got his arm. You got him fired up yeah. now. You got him fired up. He got his arms on the table. Because, because, like Makata, he's going to be proven wrong. Because, Prove me no, wrong. Because I love at, the, it. at the end of the day, man, when you when you deal, when, when you're talking about Justin, there is a level of of common fucking sense you gotta have. There's a level of like I've watched football and I know what a talented football player looks like. And you can't look at Justin and say he's not that. Now if you just wanna if you wanna dog the kid because he stays hurt because he plays hard, okay, you can do that. But at the end of the day, when he's on it's the about field playing, he's playing a special kid. One thing I always get told is work smarter, not harder. So maybe maybe Justin Fields needs to be a little bit smarter but, on the field, not just with the ball, but with his body. It, preserve his body. There's a lot of with people that want to do that. Let's, but yeah, he's right okay, about that. So, on that, John. But I, are you going to say that you you say the same thing the first the first the rookie year for 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 Josh Allen when he was hurt? No, but when you looked at Josh Allen, you knew okay, this guy has a fucking has talent, and Josh Allen became a phenomenal and you, quarterback. And, and you don't say that about Justin. Justin Fields had two plays last year, two plays. And I saw them both live, where I'm like, okay, maybe there's something. It was a play against Pittsburgh and the play against San Francisco. Two fucking plays, two. And and and, and Josh so Allen rookie season was garbage. Let's be real. Oh my god. Yeah. We just, you know, it's time. funny. We, it's funny. People make excuses about something, and it's like quit making excuses. But you go after Justin Fields, someone, someone Chicago. No, no, loves, because say that because but, but, everyone just wants to look at the pros with Justin. No one wants to look at the cons with this guy. Turnover you machine can't, count the- can't stay healthy. Gets hurt. Doesn't know how to use his damn body. This is this is a serious thing. Okay, okay. So 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 Junior, let's just say it like this: if if you're playing. What sport did you play? You played football or you played baseball? baseball and football. Okay, both, right? So I'm going to just put you out there the first season of the game as a quarterback, and I'm going to get your ass fucking sacked 10 times, right? I'm going to get you sacked 10 times. Are you not going to feel the effects of a 10-sack game in the NFL for the rest of the fucking year? Yes or no? Okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen, listen. Before no, you no, I just, go, no, no, no. Because before you even go that route, how about we pull up the plays of this dumbass running fucking nine yards and then whoa, sliding, whoa, sliding whoa. and getting hit every goddamn time in the head? 
We're not going to bring that up. We we can't help it. He's but he, he you can't you can't fault the kid for sliding. Baseball, when he's supposed kid played to be baseball sliding. slides against Oakland and hurts his ankle, or Las Vegas. Learn to slide. It's dumbass, simple, get out of, of bounds. Turf. Get of out of bounds. If you, you can't, ask, you, if can't. you ask any veteran quarterback in the NFL, any veteran quarterback, they will say, "Get out of bounds. Don't take a hit." I listen. I love it. You work your ass off. Get out there and do your best to get a win. But you got to be smart. Take less hits. Now, if you if you want to say, oh, Matt Nagy set him up for failure, I agree with you 110%. The game against Cleveland. What the fuck was that? You had 150-something days to get ready for that game, and that's what you put out there? I agree with you 110%. Right. But then again, like I said, you you take him in that game, and you sack, he gets sacked, I think it was either 10 or 11 times, he got sacked. It's like, in your mind as a rookie, you're like, holy fuck. These motherfuckers hit hard. I got to do what? And he changed the way he ran, and that's when he started sliding and all that stuff even more after that game. But at the end of the day, that kid, uh, he started to figure it out toward the end, especially the game you brought up, the Pittsburgh game. The Pittsburgh game, he really figured it the fuck out. He right? figured out how to play one full half of football. I'm, I'm so happy for him. One but full at, half. at the same time, he 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 – he played one foot half of football, but he made plays outside of the call plays. And that's the growth that I saw. And then I saw it again against San Francisco, right? But you said those are the only two games. You you, you didn't you didn't see nothing against none of the other teams that he played. Nothing, nothing. That I saw where I'm like, holy shit, this is impressive. But, nothing. but holy shit, this is impressive is not the goal of a quarterback. The, the impressive part is being able to execute the call plays and put the ball where it's supposed to be. He did that consistently. He was a freaking over. He threw 12 passer. interceptions in 11 games. I wouldn't say putting the ball where it has to he be consistent. 10. He threw 10. He threw 10. Let's Same be, thing. Let's be, Same thing. So he averages not, one a game. So he averages one a game. I mean, Josh Allen averaged more than one a game. And what's Josh he Allen did. doing now? He's going to AFC <laughs> Championship. Josh, well, let fucking Justin Fields get to the point of now. Let Justin, okay, yeah. let him what's get the, the difference point? between okay. Josh Allen rookie season and Justin Fields rookie season? I'm I'm lost on that. Don't you just say you hate black quarterbacks? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm just lost on that one. But uh, this is the uh, smoke room. So at the end of the show, we like to give our guests an opportunity to hand out smoke. I don't know. Maybe Ray and Junior smoke will be for each other. <laughs> but this is what I, we I, like I, I got I got smoke from a lot of people when it comes to, to Justin, Tim Anderson, and 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 let's see on the board. Well, hold on, Jack, you might as well Jack kick Jack it off. What the fuck well, you got on well, well, the Hold that smoke, Ray. You gonna you gonna give yeah, it in wow. a minute. Hold that smoke, it, it, Ray. Okay, oh, my bad. My hold bad. that smoke, Ray. We're gonna start uh, off with uh Justin first. Who you got smoke for? As much as, much as I'm going to jump down fucking Junior's throat today about his Justin Fields slander, I'm giving you and Ken W.O. all the smoke because you called my boy fucking Mexican soup. You said he got too much fucking Vaseline on his fucking eyebrows like he's one of these goofy mods. Five hits today. Six RBIs. This motherfucker scored a touchdown by himself. Yoan Moncada is back, and you got the fucking audacity to say that Nick Madrigal is a better player. You got me and the whole fucking city of Cienfuegos fucked up, Mac. So all the smoke is for you 
and Ken W.O. and them fucking Nike Monarchs he cutting grass in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright, uh... I can't breathe. Alright, Junior, who you got? Who you got smoke, bro? You know, I wasn't gonna bring it up. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Justin here too. I got smack for for you, Mac. Or Give it smoke to for you. All I've heard over the last X amount of months on this Bluebird app, this free app, was men being loyal and how you be loyal to your woman. Tim Anderson gets caught twice, and now there's another woman that comes out and said they've had a four or five year relationship. We have no but idea told, if any of that's told, true. But I'm told. I'm told I can't slander Tim Anderson. Yeah. I'm told I can't say bad things about Tim. You might as well just keep going down. You're knocking them down one at a time. Just keep going. It's fine. Hey, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. If we're gonna slander every other man that is unloyal to their woman, I think we gotta put Tim Anderson in that place. We have I love no him. idea. He's my shortstop. He's gonna ball out. But I think we just need to talk about it. We him. have no idea if it's true or not. Okay. Well, in a few months, the innocent into proven guilty. When he's when he's missing a game in October for a birth of a baby, I don't know what happened to man code. I guess there's no man code. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened? No man code, huh? Anyway, uh, that was nice smoke from you, Junior. I guess. So, who you got smoke for, uh, Eric? Oh man, I don't know. So who are we gonna throw it at? I, I'm gonna go White Sox Twitter a little bit. I think that's what I like to listen to. So like the stuff I just don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear side seats. I don't want to hear it. It's so far from the truth. It's not even possible. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing about. It sounded Robert. good though. It sounded good. Though. I don't want to hear it. It does sound good. Side seats does a nice ring, but I just don't want to hear it anymore. Let's just enjoy the talent they are and appreciate them for who they am. Stop overrating the guys. They're not MVP level. They're not Cy Young level. That just that's so far out of the cards. Let's just enjoy them for who they are. Mm, I like that. That's oh actually good advice. It's Fair actually enough. good advice. We got a real smoker, Timmy. Who you got smoke for, man? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to just say this, man. You know, I got smoke for all the Laker haters, man, because we, we was in a bad situation last year in the last few years with Frank Vogel. We got Darvin Ham now. Brody is staying. Brian is going to be back. AD just got in the gym and shot these jumpers. Because yeah, everybody been on his what? head. Everybody been on his head about these jumpers, man. Look, just don't say nothing. If, if the Lakers come out blazing first few weeks of this season, because all we have to do is stay healthy. So, Yo, I got smoke for the Laker haters, man. We coming for the next season. That's, uh, that's fuck a the Lakers. That's that's a big if because you know AD's done after twelve games this year. Dog, all I want this dude to do is just have stronger ankles, bro. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Like just just wear the Kobe ten elites and the Kobe nine elites, the high top ones. And when he uh, when Kobe ruptured his Achilles, like wear them ones that that was like right for him because he might be messing around and do that next if he ain't careful. I just want, hey, I'm praying for his ankles. Praying for his ankles. Oh, wow. It's pretty. Uh... Laker haters smoke for y'all, yo. <laughs> Warriors about to win a championship. <laughs> yeah, Warriors, and, Warriors and six. Warriors and six. Bring it back to the West. All right, right? You've been Buck sitting Boston. there. Buck Boston. Getting all wound up. Who you got uh-huh. smoke for, Ray? I got smoke for my fucking self. Mm. Damn. Because I didn't. 
I didn't, I didn't, I did not make a drink tonight. And Junior took my nerves to a whole nother level. And I don't have a drink, w. and I'm not going to drink tonight. But that was just, you know, just to say that. But I also have smoke for people who don't understand that when you have, when you look at things, you have to look at them objectively. You can look at stats, you can look at whatever. But in all of sports, should be the number one thing that you use to evaluate your sports team. And I think that the White Sox are turning a little corner here. The Bears would be better. Justin's going to be fucking all world. And my Bulls are going to be all right. And if anybody has anything to say about fucking Zach Levine getting this mass contract, I might come through the fucking screen on him. Okay. Yo ass, Mac. Yo ass, Junior. Yeah. So all of that, all of that is, is is what I got to smoke for. So it's just me venting right now because Junior took me there with Justin Fields, and it, that's my guy. Junior, you're still my guy. But at the end of the day, week eight, uh, we gonna have to have a conversation because you got some uh, some foot and mouth to pull out. Yeah, we can have that conversation September 11th, week one. No, 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 no. You're gonna be so you're gonna be shocked week one. I'm just gonna let you know right now. Get your spaces ready because I'll be there on Sundays. No, no, I know you will be. I know you will be. Before I give out my smoke, y'all I just want to uh... make a bet about Justin Fields and see what he's going to do that week one. I want to. I want to see. Some, I want to hear some stats about about who, what you think, Ray, and about and if Justin say no and bet that. Before oh, I okay. hand out my hey, smoke, hey. I'm gonna show. Give, I'm gonna salute uh, Ray for spaces. Uh, everybody should go out there. Really, honestly. And support what Ray's doing from the barber's chair. I can't wait to see what other content he create. Ray, a very upstanding guy. Or like we like to say in the hood, an outstanding member. You know, and uh, one thing I appreciate about him is he always, you know, support the brothers and the sisters. And he's always fair with everybody. Always show love to the community. And that's what it's all about. We need more Unity out here. We need to support each other more. So I appreciate Ray doing that. And and the spaces be off the hook. You can go in there, say your piece, say what you want. Nobody gets sensitive and shit. Everybody take it. You know, everybody get everybody gives it. And sometimes you take it too. You know, that's that's what it's all about. So I appreciate that, Ray. Now who I'm gonna give out smoke to today is uh the Makata stands. You know, uh, twice a month, (laughs) twice a month, maybe three times a month, whatever it is, they get the fucking at you, they get the fucking smile, they get to have a fucking good time. But every now and then, the sun shines on a dog ass, or a clock, a dead clock is right two times out of the day. Yes. So I guess when you see uh, surprising, you know, activities or like if you see a UFO or something, if that shit exists, you know, you get all excited. That's how it is with Moncada. Because if he was elite, you wouldn't be getting this excited about his play because you would be seeing it all the time. It's like when MJ hit a fucking buzzer beater, you're like, damn, MJ did that before, you know, because MJ is great. So you see greatness all the time. So... 
you know that's what you're gonna get. Greatness. But with Mankata, you don't know when you're gonna see that shit again. So you get excited. You know what I mean? You're adding people and you're happy about a 190 fucking average, uh, slugging below 300, or OPS of fives, whatever the fuck it is. There's nothing important, nothing to fucking brag about. But that's what you get from the Makata stands because they don't see it often. So the once or twice a month they get the fucking brag. Let them brag. Don't shit on their fucking parade. Just let them be happy. And that's what I've chosen to do. Chosen to let the fucking Mankata stands be happy. Because we don't know when we're going to see this shit again. He might not ever have a five-hit game again this season. Might not they happen in his career. So I want them to pat themselves on the back. I want them to enjoy themselves. I want them fucking running around all excited and happy. So I'm proud of y'all. Y'all got to see a fucking UFO. Good job. And with that being said, Bad Guy Radio out.